I like you. Do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. I'm getting a hundred cups of coffee, starting now. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Coffee machine? One cup of coffee, please. What an excellent day for an exorcism. My name is Jerry, and I'm a tabletop gamer that loves horror movies, but I dislike anything that tastes like coffee. And I'm John, and I love horror movies, and of course, coffee. And from a secret room of videos, researchers for the perfect story to terrify us all, our producer, Chris. Hold on one second, I gotta find the... T- oh, there it is, K56. Anyways, let me put it in. Welcome to Coffee Flavored Horror, where we talk about the good, the bad, the horrifying, and the horrifyingly cheesy. Uh, you guys can start talking while I go watch this movie. I'll, talk, I'll, I'll, be, the, I'll be back in a little, little while. Do it, Jerry and John. All right. This week, we're doing VHS from 2012, but we're going to do something a little different. We started putting together a script for this week's episode. We realized that it might end up going way too long. So, because this is an anthology movie, we decided to break it up into separate episodes. Each will cover one or more segments, plus the framing of the story that leads into the segment. But first, a few details, as this is the first one we're doing. The box office is $1.9 million on a budget of 242000 That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all. All right, let's talk about the cast. So this was directed by an assortment of people. We will be mentioning the directors for their individual segments. Now, the assorted directors and writers, especially Wingard, West, Swanberg, McQuaid, Bruckner, and Garrett, often work together, writing, producing, or even acting in each other's movies. They made a lot of anthologies together, and also used a lot of the same actors from the VHS series over and over again. Most of the others are actors who've appeared in bit parts, often in other movies by these directors, or they were some of the directors acting in each other's segments. So we're not going to go into a deep dive on most of the actors in these movies, so they're either other directors or they're kind of no names that this is their start. So welcome to part one, Amateur Night. Trigger warning. There is some sexual assault. All right, let's talk about the premise of the movie or the plot synopsis. Framing, tape 56, prologue. This is directed by Adam Wingard, who directed Godzilla vs. Kong, You're Next, The Guest, and The ABCs of Death. That's not bad. Nope. It's written by Simon Garrett, who helped write The Guest, VHS 2, The Blair Witch, and The ABCs of Death. So we have a gang of hoodlums. This is Zack, Rox, Gary, and Brad, who are pulling offensive stunts like breaking windows, spraying graffiti, attacking women in parking garages to forcefully expose their victims' breasts, and filming their friend Steve, played by Simon Garrett, Having sex with women without their knowledge. This is pretty, pretty awful stuff and feels a little bit like a clockwork orange in a lot of ways, I would yes. imagine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They film all of their exploits to sell for $50 a video. The gang accepts a job to break into a house and steal a VHS tape. They find a corpse in a room full of TVs showing static. Brad, played by Adam Wingard, begins watching the tapes to see if it is what they're looking for while the others split up to search the house. Amateur night. Amateur Night's directed by David Bruckner, who did Hellraiser 2022, The Night House, The Ritual, and Southbound. I'm surprised you guys aren't like raising holy hell about Hellraiser 2022 right now and David Bruckner. I'll be honest, almost all of these movies, almost all of these directors, it's like, I liked that movie, I hated that movie, I liked that movie, I liked that movie. <laughs> There's a bunch, it's, it's, they're hit and miss, but like, these are not, while at this time, these were all like starting directors, they went from this on to other big things. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, so we have three men. Clint. Pat and Shane. They're outfitting Clint, who is played by Drew Sawyer, with glasses that can secretly record. Then they head out to get some drunk girls to drag back to their motel rooms and they can be filmed having sex. 
Man, this is a, there's got a theme going on here, huh? Talk Just about that. a little. It's it's so mostly probably so that we don't feel so bad when these people get murdered. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Clint begins to question what are they doing, but he eventually joins his friends. At the club, they convince Lisa, played by Jasper Lewis, to come back, along with a shy girl named Lily, played by Hannah Fireman. She was in Siren, Darling, Wolf Hollow, Evil Little Things, and she keeps telling Clint, I like you. Like that? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so weird. Back at the hotel, Lisa passes out, and first Shane, played by Mike Donlan, then Patrick, played by Joe Sykes, attempt to have sex with the girl. Lily comes on to Clint, who seems concerned for her. But then Shane and Pat intervene, and the pair take turns trying to seduce Lily. Uh, this is going to go poorly for them. Then Clint flees to the bathroom after seeing what he thinks are scales and claws on Lily's feet. Pat bursts in the bathroom, claiming that the naked Lily bit him. Clint comes out to find Lily, now with fangs and claws, mounting, clawing, and eating Shane. Clint tries to wake Lisa, while Patrick attacks Lily. But the siren kills Pat, tearing off the male's genitals and drinking his blood. Clint flees but falls down the stairs, breaking his wrist. The siren catches up to him, telling Clint, I like you, before attempting fellatio. But when he doesn't respond, Lily feels rejected and begins to cry. Clint then runs outside. But just as he reaches witnesses, he is caught by the siren Lily Sprout's wings and carries him off into the sky where the glasses fall back to the ground. Man. End of episode. What happens to poor Clint? I'm sure he's dead. Or Lily uses him so she can make more lilies. Either way, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the horrifying. Just for knowledge, in the framing segments, Brad, Adam Wingard, is also the director of those segments. Steve, played by Simon Barrett, is the writer of those segments. Mm. So that's who wrote and directed those two. Okay, I'm going to do this one. So Lily's story gets expanded in the sequel called Siren, which is put out in 2016. So you can check that out there. Mm -hmm. Most of the first-person camera work in Amateur Night is pretty good. The framing segment, not so much. They were still trying to learn how to do that. I mean, they have decent special effects, considering the budget what they do, right? What were the uh, quality special effects that we're talking about here? Eh, it was decent. I mean, it's most it's mostly camera shaking, really. Really, is that it? Lily's makeup, yeah, is that uh, good. Yeah, Lily's makeup was great in the movie. Yeah. She always seems to have like wide eyes, and like her middle of the forehead starts splitting open, kind oh, of. God, yeah, it's really weird. But then she sparts, you know, teeth and fangs and wings and a tail and. <laughs> It's it, it's yeah. The wide <laughs> eyes are just are just Hannah Fireman. She, yeah, she's yeah. she's got she's got that that kind of anime girl look. But it works so well. In yes, this. it does. Uh, I think it has got decent acting, especially in the siren section. The characters are believable, as horrible as they are. Doesn't say much for the human race. No, <laughs> Lily's interesting because she's both vulnerable and terrifying. Like even when she's upset because she just wants Clint to like her. That's the whole thing. Is like she wants Clint to like her. She likes Clint. She wants Clint to like her. And he is the one like semi-redeeming character in this when he's like, I don't, you know, he's the one who says like, I don't want to do this. And he tries to, to keep the guys from doing the horrible stuff. But when she, when he rejects her, she starts crying and you're like, oh, that feel, you feel bad for her. They do a good job of carrying that across. And the horror just feels real. So we do this weird, sexy, then creepy, then terrifying thing with Lily. Is that what we're got, we got yeah. going on here? Yep. Yeah. And uh, this whole movie could almost be called toxic masculinity. <laughs> I mean, the opening gang and then Shane and Patrick are creepy molesters. And even without the supernatural, these people would be horrible in real life. Oh, yeah, they definitely would. Luckily, they get what they deserve, and this theme will continue of horrible men getting what they deserve. John, let's go to your body count corner. All right, we have a whopping uh, three. Not bad for, for, you know, first story of this, but we could have had four. Also point out that Lily doesn't kill Lisa. That is right, she doesn't. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. All right, well, 
That is our first episode of VHS 2012. Check out the next one. It'll be out very soon. But before that, I'd like to say thank you to Candyland Night Terrors, Horror Hoodlums, and Hauntings in the Unknown for letting us post in their Facebook groups. If you want to chat with us, I suggest going there. And we'll be back very soon.